everyone, we're officially recording. Um, I am fucking stoked to finally be recording this. I've been kind of thinking about podcast ideas for a really long time and being in grad school, being sort of stuck in my brain a lot of the time, but also wanting to talk about a lot of the things that I study in a less... Um, smart way, I guess. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm trying to do with this podcast. Um, it's called Screen Snot, and I can get into a little bit of why I decided to call it that. But uh, first, if you don't know who I am, um, you can just call me Spice. Um, I'm gonna be your host. I'm a grad student. I study English, technically, but it's more like I study pop culture. Um, I'm non-binary. I use they, them pronouns. So if that makes you angry, maybe stop listening right now. Um, or maybe keep listening. I don't know. I do this thing sometimes with podcasts. Like, uh, sometimes (laughs) I'll just listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, like he goes on those rants about trans people. Sometimes I'll just listen to it. And like, I don't know, it's some sort of like weird masochism. Um, so maybe I can be your queer Joe Rogan. I don't know. (laughs) Um, yeah, so call me Spice. Um, this podcast is basically going to be, so Screen Snot, in my mind, is a play off of Screenshot. Um, so basically like those things you see on your phone and you're like, I want to take a screenshot of this. Um, things. So my idea for this podcast is to basically talk about things that we see on screens. Um, So TV screens, computer screens, phone screens, um, things that like hopefully leave an impression on you, but things that have left an impression on me. Um, Maybe for more sort of weird or off kilter reasons. So um probably be talking a bit about memes a lot about anime uh movies tv shows um but and also like more general internet culture type things but i'm really aiming for like a good dose of like weird or like if the thing itself isn't weird i'm going to make it weird if that makes sense um honestly i kind of just want an excuse to ramble about things I'm going to come right out and say it. Um, Each episode is going to have sort of a general theme, I'm thinking. uh, But we'll kind of see how things evolve as I go on. I'm also planning on getting some guests on here so that you don't just have to listen to me yell for hours at a time. Although I teach undergrads and it's kind of fun to force people to listen to you rant about things. Um, So maybe this podcast is another way of me doing that to just a larger audience. (laughs) Um, You're not a captive audience, though. Um, Maybe one day you will be. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, My students are a captive audience. But okay, yeah. So that's kind of the basic overview of what I'm trying to do with this podcast. And we'll see how things evolve as I continue. Um, So... I guess we can move just on to this week's theme. So I'm kind of doing a test episode 
just to see, you know, I've never recorded something like this before. So I'm just trying to see, you know, what's it like? How do I feel in front of a microphone? I'm super caffeinated right now. So I feel pretty fucking good. But yeah, so this is just a test episode. Um, So the theme for this episode, since this is a test episode, is pilots. Um, Because it's a pilot episode. Haha, <laughs> get it? <laughs> God, I hate myself. Just kidding. Um, try not to use self-deprecating humor, guys. It's not healthy. Um, so yeah, pilot episode. So um, this basically, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about pilots in two different senses of the word. Um, in the first sense, you know, this is a pilot episode. So I'm going to talk about pilot episodes of things. If you don't know what a pilot episode is, it's basically um, usually in TV, it's like a test episode that the creators of a TV show will show to networks to sort of pitch the TV show and get them to um, play it on their network. And when I was sort of in like middle schoolish, maybe even the beginning of high school, I remember pilot episodes being like a huge deal. Um, so normally if a network doesn't pick up a TV show, you'll never see the pilot episode. But a lot of the times, if the network does pick up the show, the pilot episode will be the first episode of that TV show. Um, So, like, I don't know. For me, I could always kind of tell this weird difference or disconnect between the pilot episode and the later episodes of the show itself like you would always tell it was a little bit different a really good example of this is um the pilot episode for steven universe it never aired but you can watch it online i'm not sure if i watched it legally so i'm not going to tell you where to watch it but you can just google like steven universe pilot episode uh the character designs are so different for all the gems and it's kind of cool to see how sort of what the creator's original intention was um, in creating the show and sort of see how it's changed into its sort of network iteration. So yeah, recommend looking up the Steven Universe pilot. Um, my favorite, my favorite fucking pilot episode of all time of any TV show ever is Lost. I, if you haven't seen Lost, um, go go watch. It's It has two pilot episodes. Um, but go watch them. Like, I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. I'm not totally sure. I think it is. Maybe. I don't know. Last time I checked, it was on Netflix. So that probably sounded really gross. <laughs> um, I have spring allergies. I'm sorry. So, yeah, the pilot episodes of Lost. I just remember Lost being like a huge event. Like every week, it was kind of like how Game of Thrones is slash was now. I'm not sure what it'll be like when it premieres in April. I will definitely talk about that after it premieres in April, Um, even though the show kind of makes me sad now. Um, But yeah, I remember Lost being just like this huge thing every week. You know, everyone would watch it. It was such a wild fucking show. And you got that from the outset, just from the pilot. Um, The pilot has like just everything that the show is, is in the pilot. First of all, they named the episode pilot like the balls to do that, first of all. Um, 
But the thing is, okay, they named the pilot, the episode pilot. And then the episode is about the pilot of the plane that crashes. I mean, I guess it's not about him, but finding him is like a huge part of the episode. So I just am obsessed with sort of the meta-ness of that. Um, and then you've got, you know, the plane crashing. You've got all the setup of all these characters. You have the flashbacks starting in the very first episode, which is, at least in my mind, the flashbacks um, are the things that stick out as probably the most um, impactful part of what Lost is in terms of like TV narratives and storytelling. So you've got the flashbacks. Um, you've got the fucking black smoke, although I don't think you know it's black smoke at the time. You've just got these weird, like I thought it was a dinosaur, I think. <laughs> like, it sounds like a weird robot dinosaur, you know, like sort of just gallivanting through the forest killing people um you've got that you've got the fucking polar bear um and then the fact that the second episode ends with them decoding that transmission and realizing that they're fucking stranded it's just the probably the best first two episodes of a tv show like in my mind ever I think because Lost hit that sweet spot for me where I was kind of I think I was in middle school so I was sort of at that sweet spot where it was like I was just starting to be able to understand more um more or less intuitively like what makes a good story and I was starting to care about like the way that things were structured narratively so Lost was just like extremely juicy for me um and I, I would go on like, I think it was this forum called like 4815162342.com. And it was like lost forums. And I would just lurk on these forums for like four, I don't know, like hours a day. Um, it was a really great fucking show. If you haven't seen it, I feel really sad for you. Hopefully I convinced you to go watch at least the first two episodes. Um, kind of went off the rails towards the end there a little bit, but... I still recommend at least up until well there's a character that everyone loves who dies and if you do watch a show you'll know when that happens and when it does happen that's when you can stop watching in my opinion <laughs> okay so lost yes lost is probably my favorite pilot episode of all time um, or it's the one that I remember the most I think I really wish that there was like a database where you could go to watch like pilot episodes that never aired I think that that would be really cool because there's so many cool tv shows that networks never pick up and we never get to see and I feel like this is something that like Netflix or one of the streaming services could do really really well with you know I kind of I kind of don't like streaming I mean I do but I also don't like like waking up one morning and there's 20 episodes of a TV show in my fucking TV and it's like, well, shit, I have to watch all of this right now or else I'm going to be out of the loop. All my friends are going to be talking about this. Like, how do you even have the time in the day to watch? Like Netflix will put like six shows up at the same time on the same day. Like, how do I watch all of this shit? I kind of miss, I mean, honestly, I kind of miss having to watch things week by week. 
I think that's why I've been watching a lot more anime recently is it's still, even though it's on streaming services, it's still very much like that serialized week to week type deal um, that is easier for me. Like I have a lot of trouble binge watching things. Um, The only, like for me to be able to binge watch something, it has to be amazing. Like um, the most recent thing I binge watched was My Hero Academia because fuck. Okay, I'm not going to get into My Hero Academia today. (laughs) That would be an entire episode. So we're just going to table that. Um, Yeah, but like it's really hard for me to just watch like seven episodes of a thing straight through. And especially if they're hour-long episodes, like that's an entire fucking work day. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just think that there's almost too much pressure to keep up with TV and it kind of takes a lot of the enjoyment out of it for me. So I've been watching less and less of these um, sort of big dumps. I don't know what else to call them big just like poops of television that Netflix keeps taking um and I don't know I think I mean there's been a lot of stuff about Netflix canceling shows that people really really like I don't know I feel like this pilot model could I think it could be fun so like maybe Netflix puts like four or five pilots up at one time and then they can kind of use those to gauge you know which shows are worth um putting more I don't know I don't know I just miss pilot episodes I just miss tv being like an event and that's why even though I don't really like game of thrones anymore I'm excited for it to come back because I just love like watching an episode of tv live and then going online and like being able to yell about it with people I just really love like the whole community of that and sometimes it gets really annoying when like you haven't seen the episode and you're like well fuck I can't get on social media now what do I do um and I've definitely been in that boat and I probably will be in that boat this year because I don't have HBO now and I don't really think I'll be able to pay for it um maybe I don't know I'm currently subscribed to way too many things because there's no one central place to watch anime and I've basically exclusively been watching anime and so I have like seven different subscriptions that I probably need to cut down on but that's a problem for tomorrow spice not today spice um yeah so pilot episodes that was kind of the first way I was thinking about pilots for this episode I mean obviously this is a pilot episode so Hopefully it doesn't crash and burn. (laughs) I'm the pilot, I guess. And I'm the one steering this podcast plane. Um, Yeah, I don't know where that metaphor is going. I'm just going to stop it right there. Um, Yeah, so pilot episodes, I miss sort of having them, having individual episodes of TV shows, I guess. Um, But the other sort of way I'm thinking about pilots god (laughs) it's in terms of just like things that have pilots in them so like movies and tv shows that have pilots in them I mean obviously the most recent one is Captain Marvel and so I'm kind of 
having this be the pilot episode is kind of convenient because Captain Marvel just came out recently and like she's a pilot. Um, So obviously I'm going to talk about Captain Marvel because that's the most recent thing I'm probably talking about in this episode. Um, So yeah, let's just talk about Captain Marvel. If you haven't seen it, I would recommend you go see it. I think it's good. Um, I have... I just have mixed feelings about every single Marvel movie that comes out nowadays, if I'm being totally honest. Like, the first maybe six Marvel movies, I was like, I stan. Marvel is the shit. Like, yes. Um, But I'm at a point now where it's kind of like... I mean, it is owned by Disney, so it's just like, oh, it's a Disney movie. Like, I know it's going to be a good movie. I know it's going to be entertaining. I know I'm going to enjoy it. But I'm going to go back and watch it a year and a half from now and be like, oh, I mean, it's good, but it wasn't that good. A little bit overhyped, I guess. Um, Maybe I'm just being one of the stupid hipster people, but I do enjoy them. And I thought that Captain Marvel was um, very good. Um, It would have been so easy to make her a lesbian. I'm sorry. I need to cry. Like, I mean, we can all agree that, like, she is a lesbian. Yeah. Like, she's a beautiful lesbian. Yes. Good. Okay. Um, I'm glad that the internet has sort of latched onto that identity for her. But again, it's like a thing that happens over and over again. Like with Valkyrie and Thor Ragnarok and with, I don't know, everyone. I don't know. Just. <coughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to. Oh, that's the first thing I'm going to have to cut out. This is going to be fun. Um, Yeah. Like. I'm just sick of it. I'm just sick of like, oh, well, we included this background character who you see for five seconds who's technically gay because if you combine these two things in the movie with like, no, just like make her gay. That's all I'm going to say. Like the end of that. I've also been hearing a few people sort of making jokes about Um, Captain Marvel being like Air Force military propaganda, which I think is kind of hilarious. Like, have you seen the movie? The movie's kind of literally about like discovering that there are oppressive regimes that you don't know about and deciding to not take place in a or not take part in like an imperialist war campaign and to instead help rescue refugees which doesn't really seem like american military propaganda to me if anything that seems like an indictment of american military shit but i don't know y'all do whatever you want to do um i guess i could i mean most superhero movies like have you seen captain america like most superhero movies are like saying yes u.s military good and we should work with them. But also a lot of the Marvel movies critique that. Um, I don't know. Not coherent thoughts, but I heard a few people saying that about Captain Marvel. And I'm like, have you seen the fucking movie? And no, of course they haven't seen the fucking movie. <laughs> I also have feelings about Captain Marvel in the sense that it's sort of 
been presented as like I mean it is like it is the first Marvel movie to star a female character um, like a female protagonist as the sort of title character and like that's dope we need more of those like let's not stop with Captain Marvel um but when I was watching the movie I was thinking about Captain Marvel and I was thinking about Wonder Woman you know because they're both the two first sort of female main character iterations in their respective comics universes and I was kind of looking at both of their stories and backgrounds and realizing that they're kind of extremely similar or at least the way that they're presented in the movie it's extremely similar Um, and to be fair I haven't seen Wonder Woman in a few years I saw it in theaters when it was in theaters and I haven't seen it since Um, but yeah just like sort of this idea of these main character women are people who like are brought up really embroiled in a certain ideology um and maybe they're not aware that they're sort of embroiled in this ideology and then as the movie goes on they kind of have to grapple with like is this the right way to be orienting myself in the world what is actually right in this situation what is actually like the right or wrong thing to do here um and it's almost like this journey of like moral self-discovery or something is woven in with the actual whatever like war or like violence is going on in the movie itself um and i think that that is an interesting way to set these movies up because I mean, that's kind of the experience of most women. Like, to be fair, I'm non-binary, so I don't really identify as a woman. But I was raised in society as a girl slash to be a woman one day. So I can kind of um, relate or sympathize or find solidarity with some of these things. Of like growing up in a society with, oh, we live in a society. Oh, God, that's what I'm doing right now, isn't it? (laughs) But yeah, but like girls and women growing up in a in oh god I can't growing up (laughs) and being sort of subconsciously told what is right and wrong in terms of their own behavior and like to truly at least in my opinion to truly find like empowerment as a woman in society you have to take that and internally like kind of just rip it apart and remake it and like that's exhausting um And a lot of times you also have to take it and rip it apart for all the dudes in your life, which is even more exhausting. And that's kind of what, wow, guys, I forgot Wonder Woman's name for like three seconds. Fuck. That's kind of what Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel are doing, you know? Um, They have this weight on their shoulders of like reorienting not just their own worldview, but everyone's worldview. And while I think that that is a really sort of fitting description of the way that women sort of exist in society, I still kind of wish that there were stories. Like, I wish that we could just get a story, like a Marvel movie of like, I don't know, someone like Valkyrie who kind of like, she knows her shit. Like, she knows who she is. She knows what her priorities are. Like, 
She's allowed to be like a messy bitch. And I wish there would be a Marvel movie that would just like celebrate a girl who's a messy bitch, you know, like kind of like um, the reboot of Star Trek when that first came out. That was like, um, I remember this was so long ago, but I remember um, fucking dude, I can't remember names right now. I'm the worst nerd in the world. Fucking Captain Kirk. You know, he's, like, riding on a bicycle. He's, like, having sex with hot chicks. And I don't know. I kind of want a movie where it's a chick doing that with other chicks. Maybe I'm just gay. That's probably just what this is. It's all just the gay. Um, Oh, fuck. Sorry, weird hiccup. Okay. I had a weird hiccup. Uh, so I'm currently recording in a sound booth on campus on the school um, where I go to school. And I guess if you don't wiggle the mouse for a certain amount of time, the computer locks you out. So I had to go get someone to let me back in. I don't remember. Oh, I was talking about being gay. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, I just want more gay things and I want more women who know who they are at the start of the movie, but also who are allowed to be, like, kind of fuck-ups. And while I really, really appreciate all of this stuff that's been going on with finally, after all these fucking years, having um, women who are main characters in these movies, like, they're all still kind of telling the same story. It's like we have a new version of the strong female character or whatever. And... I just want more and I want different and yeah and rant on Captain Marvel go see it it was good um more pilots um I want to talk about some mecha anime so I'm probably not going to talk about the mecha anime that you want me to talk about (laughs) because like I said I want to talk about weird shit um and I kind of want to make people uncomfortable not in a problematic way but in like a hey Let's look at this thing and um, try to laugh about it kind of way. So I want to talk about three mecha anime in three different ways. Um, The first one I want to talk about is, oh boy, Darling in the Franks. Yes. Um, So Darling in the Franks will be number one. And I want to actually talk about that one in terms of an anime that I liked. Yeah, I like Darling in the Franks. Sorry. Um, The second one I want to talk about is a mecha anime that I absolutely fucking hate and probably for really stupid reasons. Um, And it's not even the entire series. I think this is just like one insert in the series. Um, But it's fucking Aquarion. God, I have some shit to say about Aquarion. Okay. And then the third one. I'm just going to wait to tell you what the third one is because it's shameful. The, The anime itself is not shameful, but my relationship to it is shameful. Um, as I consider myself, you know, like a tasteful weeb. Um, but yeah. Okay. So Darling in the Franks, I will be completely honest. This show is kind of a hot mess. Um, if you've seen any of it, you probably understand why I say that, but I kind of have a thing for shows that are hot messes. Like Devilman Crybaby was one of my favorite shows of last year. Or I guess two years ago now. I don't remember when it came out. 
um, because of how fucking just wild it was. And Darling in the Franks kind of hit that sweet spot for me too. I love when something happens in an anime. You're just like, what the ever loving fuck? And that was the last few episodes of Darling in the Franks for me. You know, the show is sort of going in one direction for the first however many episodes and then it veers off and uh, down this other direction and I'm like okay I can kind of see and then the last few episodes I'm just like giant mecha alien space princess things okay I guess and then spoiler alert they both die and then get reincarnated at the very last part of the very last episode I don't know I guess it was their attempt at like some sort of bittersweet reckoning or ending oh boy um but the reason I think Darling in the Franks is so notorious is because of the um setup in the first few episodes with how you pilot a Franks so the Franks are the mechas in the show and the way you fucking pilot them is so every Franks has a boy pilot and a girl pilot okay and there's world building reasons for the reason why these pilots are all like adolescents um but they're all adolescents um I think maybe like 13 I don't remember how old they are exactly but the way you pilot these fucking robots is the guy kind of like okay I'll start with oh god you probably have heard. <laughs> but it's basically you pilot the robot in doggy style. And the first time I saw like this happen in the episode and like the guy like his controls for the robot are literally like connected to her butt. So the first time I saw this, I was like this is the most anime shit I've ever seen. I was a little disturbed. I was also just kind of cracking up because who the fuck thinks of this? Like who wakes up in the middle of the night and is like robots, but they're piloted in doggy style. We have to do it. And then they did it. And it was a popular anime. <laughs> that's prop. That's, I think that's why darling the Franks is um, sort of seen notoriously. Um, but there I sniffed again. I'm sorry. It's gross. I have allergies. I can't control it. Anyway. If you can get over that, then you might be able to get into the show. But if you know for a fact that that's something that you're not going to be able to get over, I don't blame you. Like, just don't watch it. That's fine. But if you are someone who appreciates a good um, post-apocalypse or like weird secret society um or just like appreciates the idea of this type of science fictional world building then I think you might actually enjoy the show and there is honestly kind of a reason for them piloting the robots that way built into the world building of the show I wouldn't say it's particularly convincing but it's definitely there um and the show does like really, really interesting things with the fact that these kids are adolescents. Um, so one of the main themes of the show sort of becomes them learning like, what are these feelings I'm feeling for other people? Like, they don't know what sex is. Like, sex is basically a thing that doesn't exist anymore. And however far in the future this is. And, um, 
which is really, really interesting. There's some weird stuff about like motherhood and babies partway through. Um, but there's also a really cute like lesbian love. Um, what's the word? Um, fuck. Confession. I can't do words today. This is why I'm a graduate student in English, I guess. Um, there's like a really cute little lesbian like confession side love confession side plot. Um, a lot of people say best girl is zero two, which like, yeah, I can see. But best girl is honestly Ichigo. I love Ichigo. She deserves the world. Um, honestly, I think it's a sweet show. If you can get over the sex position robot nonsense and if you are fully expecting and ready for there to be like no real logical reason for the things that happen in the last few episodes like oh there's now there's just aliens okay we're just gonna go with it if you can roll with the flow of things like that then I think you'll like it but that's number one pilot related anime mecca darling in the franks also opening is a fucking banger um maybe i'll put in some of the opening i don't know if that's legal i don't really know what i'm doing with music and podcasts yet but i don't know it's a cool opening so i'll put some of it into the episode next mecha anime hold on one second i need to take a sip of my chai asmr okay just kidding um the next pilot related anime mecha anime that i want to talk about is one that i have no patience for for literally the stupidest reasons but i kind of want to just complain about it so I don't know which Aquarion it is, but it's one of the Aquarions. So when I was in high school, um, this was back when Funimation still had a TV channel on cable, and we had that TV channel. So I would wake up in the morning, um, get ready for school. I don't know why I would wake up so fucking early. Like, I would wake up early enough that I would have time to watch like three episodes of anime in the morning. I, I could have slept in an hour later, but I just didn't. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, I would wake up, get ready, and then just like chill on the couch and watch anime for an hour and a half before I had to be, uh, I had to leave for school. And it would always be, it was still early enough in the morning that it was like the more mature adult anime. So 
I remember watching um, The Devil May Cry anime. I remember watching Claymore. Oh my God, that shit was so good. Um, and this fucking Aquarion show that would come on. And oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> it was like every episode had the same exact plot. It was like the episode would start, you know, it's all, I, I don't really remember, I didn't really watch the show religiously or pay attention to it or even watch all of it, but it was like the episode would start and it's like all these people, I guess, who live together and pilot these meccas and also they're like reincarnated versions of other people who I think may or may not be angels or something. But anyway, yeah, the episode would start and like everything would be hunky dory and then like something would happen where someone would have like a flashback to their reincarnation or like someone would like eat someone's lunch food or like something stupid would happen and everyone would get into like a fight and one of the weird alien being things would attack and they'd have to get in their mechas, but like their mechas wouldn't work because everyone was fighting and like their teamwork wouldn't be working. And then the like captain or leader of whatever the fuck, I think he reminded me of Samuel L. Jackson. I don't really remember, but he would show up and he would say some like, oh, the key to life is friendship or something like that. And everyone would be like, oh, yeah, the key to life is friendship. And then they would just get in the robots and just fucking destroy whatever evil thing was um menacing the world and it was every single fucking episode that I watched like that would happen and like there was some cool like weird romance stuff going on with these reincarnated angel being things I don't even remember what they were um but dude kind of made me sad especially going from watching like Claymore or even Devil May Cry which was just so hype to me as like a 15 year old to this shit where I was like, okay, well, five minutes in, know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, maybe I'll try to rewatch Aquarium. Maybe there's a different version of Aquarion that um, is actually good. If there is, you can tell me and I'll try to watch it. But whatever that one was, I think it was Aquarian like Evol, maybe, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, maybe don't watch that one. Maybe I'm just being grumpy. I don't know. Third pilot-related thing. Third mecha anime. And this is a confession. This is a very shameful confession. Um, because I feel like without having seen this anime, I cannot truly be the kind of expert on anime that I would like to be. Um, and oh fuck I'm looking at my notes here there's something I forgot to say about Darling in the Franks um if you like the idea of um these adolescents kind of navigating not understanding the world they're in sort of kind of trying to escape from it but also trying to be part of it um but you don't think that you can like or you don't want to deal with the like stupid fan service and just the hot mess aspects of it, you should definitely go watch The Promise Neverland. Um, I can't really get into too much about what it's about because spoiling the first episode kind of ruins the experience. But it's these kids who live in this sort of like idyllic orphanage um, and they discover something like super fucked up about 
um, the place they're living in and the whole show. I, the last episode is airing this Thursday. Um, so the last episode will probably have aired by the time this is put up and like, holy shit, it is so good. Um, and it reminds me a lot of Darling in the Franks, not in terms of like, there's no mecha, there's no robots or aliens or shit in this show unless they do something really weird in the last episode (laughs) um but in terms of like the emotional intensity of the show I think the promise neverland does it a little bit better than darling in the franks did so yeah highly recommend um I know just went off on a tangent but I did remember I wanted to say that um yeah the final the final pilot the final mecha anime Oh, God, it hurts to say this out loud. But, guys, I have never seen Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, I haven't. I don't know why. I mean, it's been on my watch list for, like, years. Maybe part of it is it's not easily streamable, which is, I know, going to change in June once it gets on Netflix. And, like, I will definitely watch it once it's on Netflix. And I'll definitely talk about it once I've done watching it, uh, once I've finished watching it. But, like, there's something, like, people hype it up so much. And, you know, they talk about, oh, it's so intense, like, oh, it's so depressing. I just feel like I've never been, like, ready to see it, if that makes sense. Like, I can be really, really sensitive to really depressing type narrative. So it's almost kind of, that's kind of kept me from watching it. Um, and, yeah, I just think the fact that it's been so hyped is, like, one of the anime that you have to watch to be like truly versed on what anime is has not kept me from watching it in a sense where it's like oh I think that it's just too popular and I'm not watching not like that at all but more just like my brain almost feels like oh it's too important like it feels like it's homework like this is just a homework anime that I need to watch like I don't know if I'll actually enjoy it but I have to watch it if that makes sense um but I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna watch it and I kind of really like the experience of having something being built up for you in a certain way and then you finally experience it and like looking at the difference between like what your perception of the thing was before versus after you see it so I'm really really interested to see what I think after I do see it in June once it's on Netflix I'm really interested um in what my actual perception of the show will end up being at the end so yeah roast me as much as you fucking want dude you want to know how I even own an Evangelion shirt like I got (laughs) Hot Topic yeah I still shop at Hot Topic um Hot Topic was having like this clearance sale last time I was visiting home and there was an Evangelion shirt that was like gorgeous. It was like $4. And I looked at my friend and I was like, dude, I haven't seen this shit, but I'm going to buy the shirt because I know I'm going to see it eventually. And like, I have a picture of me on Tinder wearing the shirt. And every time someone comments on it, I always feel like awful. Like, yeah, haven't actually seen the anime, but yeah, it's a cool shirt. <laughs> I figured, I like kind of told myself, okay, if I buy the shirt, then that will force me to watch the anime. And I bought the shirt 
um, three months ago and still haven't watched it. So at this point, I'm just going to wait till it's on Netflix and then I'll just watch it. Um, and hopefully I will have thoughts about it. I'm sure I'll have thoughts about it. Um, that's everything I had planned to talk about. Uh, a lot of pilot things in about, wow, like 45 minutes. Holy shit. That's kind of the time I was aiming for. So good job, Spice. Um, yeah, if you are listening to this weird fucking attempt at a first episode of a podcast, I applaud you. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble for 45 minutes. Um, I'm going to try to make things more streamlined as I go on, just now that I sort of know what the process is like. Um, if you have theme requests for episodes, please send them in. I would love to um, take requests and sort of come up with themes based on the stuff you guys want to hear about. Um, right now, the main way to get in contact with me in terms of the podcast would be on Twitter at Screen Snot, just spelled like Screen Snot, screenshot, but with an N instead of an H. Um, you can follow there for updates, and I'll definitely add more sort of websites and other places as I get them all set up. I'm kind of not good at technology things. Um, so, yeah, right now it's just going to be a Twitter, and I'm going to figure out where to actually get my podcast hosted and all that shit. Um, and hopefully it will be up for you guys to listen to in not too long. I feel like this episode ended up being less weird than I wanted it to be maybe a little bit um, but maybe that'll just really depend on the theme that I choose for each episode um so I don't know let me know what you thought what sections you liked if there were any sections you were like meh um and I'm not exactly sure when you guys can expect a next episode being in grad school my schedule is a little hectic but my goal is to have about two episodes a month, I'm thinking. Um, maybe more during the summer, but I'm also traveling during the summer, so I don't know. But yeah, my goal is about two episodes a month. Um, hopefully kind of similar to what I did here, maybe bring on some guests in the future. But yeah, I am really stoked that I finally got to sit down and record this, and I'm really excited to see what you guys think about it. So um, um, I have one more thing I want to ask you guys to do before I sign off. And that is just to um, grab your phone and just uh, look at your screen for a second. And maybe you've got some like cracks in it from the time you like dropped your phone in the Taco Bell parking lot at 3 a.m. You probably got some like smudges and shit from your fingers all over it. So just like just respect your screen. Just like take it real quick and clean it off. Just clean your screens, guys. Just clean your screens. 